0: Hi, this is Dan. And this is David. And this is Campfire Stories. So, David, what do we have on the agenda for today? We're going to talk backpacks?
1: Yeah, I was hoping today we could talk about some backpacks.
0: Which backpack uh, are you rocking these days?
1: Uh, The latest one that I've picked up is the Osprey Stratus 40, 40 liter bag, or 50 liter bag. Uh, I'm, I'm not a big dude, so I got the small-medium one. So it's not actually 50 liters. It's about 47. Um, but I've been using that one for about the last year or so. And I it's been working out pretty good. How about you? Uh,
0: I, I have to say that I, I love my Osprey pack. Um, I've got the Atmos 50 AG. Uh, it's just... It has to be one of the best backpacks I've ever had. I've had uh North face backpacks. Uh, I've got, um, uh, like snug pack backpacks cause you can get them for pretty cheap, but I find that the snug pack backpack, um, it, it lacks any adjustability in the, in the frame. Yeah. So you can't really get it to fit you just perfectly for your body. It's just kind of like if you're an average dude, uh, it should fit you about right. And you can play around with the, uh, the load stabilizers and you can play around with, you know, the, the shoulder straps and whatnot. But at the same time, in the end, it just, it never really felt perfect for me. And then I ended up with the Stratus or sorry, you ended up with the Stratus after my recommendation of Osprey. Um, Mm. but with, with my, uh, Atmos, I mean, that backpack is just so amazingly comfortable. There are a couple of things about it that I would, I would definitely change. Um, the fact that they put in, um, uh, gear straps on the bottom for the sixty-five, but they didn't put anything on the bottom for the fifty. Is really disappointing to me because I, I like putting some of my sleeping gear on the outside of the backpack. Now I did notice that your Stratus does have uh, straps on the bottom. It does, yeah. Which made me, which <laughs> made me so jealous. <laughs> I, I have to admit, like because, um, it's. <laughs> the the bag I picked up right I mean it's it's their top of the line backpack mm-hmm. right uh, It's the one that they put in their commercials on YouTube and on their website and just it's the one that they're really pushing and it comes in two different sizes um, and then it comes in two different genders um, And so for them to say the 50 does not get uh, any additional straps on the bottom, is just really frustrating, especially coming from something like a snug pack for me. You know, snug pack is usually um very kind of bushcrafty. Um and what, by bushcrafty, what do you mean? Well bushcraft <clears throat> bushcraft is like it's a very, very popular uh type of camping. Uh instead of like going and hiking a trail um, what you do is you try to go w- into the woods with as little as you possibly can. <clears throat> you don't hike 20, you don't hike 20 miles out. Um, you tend to try to be, like build your, where you're going to sleep that night. You, 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 know, you, you try to, oh, oh, okay you, know, you get, yeah, yeah. So, so you're going to build your, you're going to build your fire. You're not going to use, um, you're not going to use like matches or anything like that. You're going to try to do a bow drill or, you know you're going to tr- bushcraft is like it's it's kind of the idea of not so much just getting back to your roots but it's 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 challenging yourself to 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 live as long as you possibly can yeah. out in the woods um, on on as little as you possibly can you know like yeah, so you're going to you're going to hunt rabbits you're going to hunt yeah, rabbits
1: a survivalist mindset rather than a hiking mindset
0: yes Yes, but at the same time, it's a it's it's a it's a it's a prepper mindset almost as well because mm-hmm. I, I I hate I hate the idea of people going out into the woods uh, with the sole purpose of survival. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you go out in the woods, if you go out in the woods and you you cover all your bases, then you're not gonna you're not gonna end up in a situation where you need to survive. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, that that's kind of my thought process. Uh, I go out in the woods to have fun, to to enjoy nature, and uh, right. to just kind of get away, get away from everything. Uh, so I really I hate the whole survival uh, genre of of yeah. getting outdoors. You know you know absolutely I, I, like if <clears throat> if you get, if if you're going out if you're going outside, go to have fun and be responsible and and be prepared for especially like if you're going somewhere new like the, you've never been to before. Um, my, my thing is, is know where you're going so that you can prepare appropriately and responsibly so that when you do get out there, there aren't... I mean, there, there can always be surprises, right. but you want, to, you want to plan for as many of them as possible. And um, so how obviously think you think
1: of selecting the right backpack when you're thinking mm-hmm. about this? Uh, what would you look for? Uh, Let's say you were going out to um, a mountainous region where there wasn't going to be you you weren't sure of the air access to water and stuff like what type of attributes would you be wanting in a backpack for that situation?
0: Well, for starters, like I said, you need to know. Water is a very important thing, and and just real like right back to what I just said. Know where you're going. You always have to know where you're going. You need to know where water is before you go out there, because mm-hmm. the thing is, is you're not going to carry five gallons of water just in case there's no water. Uh, a gallon of water weighs eight point eight pounds, I believe. Mm-hmm. And like accurate. I ca- I camp in I camp in Florida. And uh, so sometimes there's going to be 14 miles of no water. So I have to plan for that. Uh, You want to drink, especially in the heat, like in Florida, uh, you're going to want to drink like a gallon or two uh, every single day. You're not carrying. Now, if you go out there for two nights, that's three days. You're probably not going to carry six gallons of water with you. No, that would be horrendous. Exactly. And so you're going to want to... No matter where you go, uh, before you can even say, okay, well, which backpack am I going to take? Perhaps you have more than one, um, which, I mean, backpacks are going to be specific to um, the use case, obviously. You're mm-hmm. not going to take a 75-liter backpack on a day hike. You're not going to take a day hike backpack on a five-day trip. Yeah. But, but I have you are- made that mistake in the past. <laughs> <laughs> Well, every everyone does at the beginning, you know, and, yeah. and the thing is, is everything, co- everything costs money. And, you know, on your first hike, you're, you're not going to, you're not going to go out to REI or to EMS or, uh, wherever. And you're not, you're not going to go buy five different backpacks. You're not going to go buy, you know, uh, four weeks worth of dehydrated food. Um, mm-hmm. that it, it, it's just going to be a waste of money, especially for your first trip. But the problem, the, the problem with that also is that you know you you get out there for your very first try uh, time. You probably tried to save a little bit of money, which means you got slightly heavier gear. Um, <clears throat> oh yeah. You get out there, and next thing, <laughs> next thing you know, you have you have a sixty pound backpack, and you're miserable, and maybe you're that much less likely to go a second time, and that that's. That's disappointing, you know, mm-hmm. but back to, back to your question about like, <clears throat> uh, how to pick a backpack for, for where you're going or what you're doing. Always know your water situation. Always know your time frame situation. Try to plan for just in case. I mean, always bring like a, like if you're going with dehydrated food, always bring like one or two extra. It's, mm-hmm. it's better to have It's better to have, uh, say, an extra pound of stuff in your backpack than to find yourself a day lost and have no food or water. Um, You know, they always say, especially in in like bushcraft, you know, uh, two is one and one is none because you never know if one is going to fail. Like if you have a knife and it breaks and you only have one knife, then you have no knife.
1: Yeah, that's that's an important thing To consider, yes,
0: you know, and same thing, I mean, with food, uh, always bring just a little bit extra just so that you know be- that you have enough to get you yeah. through your entire trip. If Perfect you're going,
1: example, f- um, mm-hmm. the last time when we went out uh, with Daryl into the Natchog forest, we you know got our camp all set up, we made food, and then what did we do? He knocked it all over, and it was the only one that he had brought with him
0: for the night. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: luckily we had extras between us, but.
0: And I mean, if need be, we could have told him to go hunt a rabbit. Right. (laughs) Um, But picking a backpack is definitely going to be one of the more important things uh, that you do when you go set up for a hike. You're not going to want something that's 10 pounds um, Mm -hmm. to go for a hike. Uh, you'll want something that might be eight or 10 pounds. If you're going to be carrying gun equipment and you're going hunting and you want something that's sturdy enough to bring back uh, a deer, you know? Yeah. Um, and so that's why there are so many different types of backpacks. You know, when, when you go for a day hike, you're only going to want something that can bring maybe water, uh, um, a couple of things to snack on, maybe a camera, you know, cause everyone brings their camera nowadays, you know, uh, yeah. obviously a phone, a phone. Um, but a day hike, you know, you're not going to need nearly as much stuff as you would if you were to go for like a week out in the woods, you yeah. know? And then at the same time, it also depends if you're going out in the woods and you're going to hike out five miles and then you're going to camp in one location for five days. um, you're not gonna need nearly as much stuff as if you were to hike uh, four or five straight days and camp in five different spots. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: but at the same time, maybe because you're hiking out only two or three miles out into the woods and you're gonna stay at one location for five days, maybe you decide to bring more stuff with you. Maybe you bring a six pack of beer, you know? I mean, <clears throat> it all depends on what you're, what you're trying to do. I mean, to, to enjoy the outdoors, obviously. The other side of that is remember whatever you bring in you got to bring out
1: yes absolutely
0: <clears throat> so um uh, but uh so my atmos though like the uh the backpack doesn't have any straps on it on underneath it so i can't really attach like um a bed mat or or, or a sleeping bag or something like that to the bottom of course that stuff for the most part does fit inside. Uh I've got a I've got a foam pad that I like to bring with me. Um and that does not fit inside the backpack. So that I have to strap underneath the hood. Um <clears throat> which works. It's not ideal. I would prefer it on the bottom, but it works. Yeah. Um
1: <clears throat> but does that affect your ability to be like water resistant when you have the hood, when you have uh- things sticking out from underneath there and everything?
0: Um, <clears throat> it hasn't yet. But the other thing is, is that I always bring, I always bring a poncho um, and it's a, it's a, it's a large poncho and it covers, it's actually shaped to cover someone with a backpack on. Mm-hmm. So it's much larger in the back uh, so that it'll cover <clears throat> when you have a backpack on the front and the back all come down to the same, same spot on your legs. Um, and that's usually how I, uh, go, uh, go hiking and camping. I I bring a poncho. It doesn't weigh that much and it covers both myself and my backpack. The only, the only downside of that is if it's not, if it's not raining significantly, like if it's just a light drizzle and you don't mind getting a little bit wet to avoid getting overly humid, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's uh, one of the other features that I love about my Osprey bag is it comes with a little rain fly built into the bottom of it. So mm-hmm. you have a little pouch on the bottom, you undo the zipper, and it's all just kind of crumpled in there. You pull that out, and it's, it fits perfectly over the bag itself. covers the top, but the shoulder straps are still free, so I can wear it um, with that on. And it keeps the bag dry, but it doesn't cover me at all. So if, you know, if I get a little wet, I can put a windbreaker on or something, but I don't have to worry about being like you're saying, you know, in a humidor with the bag <laughs> to keep it dry.
0: Yeah. And, and it is, it is kind of disappointing that Osprey sells the AG as their highest end backpack, just about. I mean, they have 85 liter backpacks that are more money, but this is supposed to be their kind of luxury uh, kind of do everything backpack, and it does not come with a a rain fly hmm. um it 's like a twenty dollar add on that you can that you can pick up from them um, as an accessory yeah. but that, and that 's kind of frustrating um, like I said, this is supposed to be their popular backpack. this yeah. is the one that they 're going to market, and it doesn 't have straps on the bottom uh to 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 strap anything to it doesn 't have a rain fly with it. Um, but at the same time, it is, it is extremely comfortable. The, the only three things that I can say that I really, uh, wish that in the next gen they fix would be the straps, yep. uh, the missing rain fly. And it is so loud. Loud? Wow. How can a backpack be loud? That's, that's what I thought too. And the thing is, is the first couple of times I went out, I, I did not hear it. Um I, I, I probably thought that it was just some of my dehydrated food in my backpack crunching. And then I watched a review on the backpack on YouTube and mm-hmm. someone mentioned someone mentioned that even empty the backpack makes a crunching sound. <laughs> And so from that point on, every single time I take it, it's, it's just like, you know, someone tells you something and, and like the glass shatters and you're just like, yeah. oh my, like now I uh, totally, I totally, like, that's exactly it. Because um, now I go out and it's for the first mile or so, it's the only thing I can hear in the woods. <laughs> And, and it's so frustrating. After a little while, you're just like, okay, you're, you're over it. You're paying attention to other things. Um, but that first mile or so, uh, all I can hear is the sound of that backpack. And I know that I'm, I'm scaring away every single deer. <laughs> yeah. every, every, everything is just running away, which, hey, maybe it's a safety feature. Yeah.
1: Keep the, uh, keep the polar bears away.
0: Yeah. As a matter, did you hear about that polar bear and the dog?
1: Yeah, I did, and the, the guy who, the, the sled dog guy, yeah. who, who, like he, he thinks that the bear ate the dog after?
0: Yeah, because yeah, he, he stopped <laughs> feeding the bear.
1: Yeah. So, it's interesting. It was kind of a neat little video watching the, the, the bear pet the dog. He's just like, hmm, yeah. you feel delicious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? He's yeah. like, I'm going to eat you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so... Uh, one thing that I don't like about my my fifty liter one is that it's all one compartment. Which I mean, most backpacking camping bags are going to be that way. But um, so you have access through the top. You know, you open the hood and then it, there's a drawstring and that opens and and you can get up to all your stuff from the top. But if I need something from the bottom of the bag, I flip mm-hmm. it over and there is a panel on the side with a zipper that opens. But the zipper only goes halfway around. It mm-hmm. doesn't completely open up. And so it's – if I have something that's on the other side of the backpack at the bottom, it's very difficult to get to. And so I've been trying uh, to think about how to pack my bag in a way that I'm not going to have that issue. So I'll put the bigger, bulkier stuff that I'm, I won't need until I'm ready to set up camp down at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and that was – it was an interesting learning curve for me, you know, to well, figure out how to actually pack the bag.
0: Well, and that's a very important part of backpacking anyway. Um, you always kind of want to put your, <clears throat> you know, your sleeping stuff kind of towards the bottom mm-hmm. um, because you're not going to access it all that often. Um, but, at, like, you're going to want to – you want to you have the thing even side to side. You want it to kind of have uh, any really heavy stuff. You want it closer to your body. You're not, you're not going to have like you know a cast iron pan attached to the outside of the backpack. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's, uh, it's going it's to make you lose your, your balance. Yeah. I remember the um, first
1: time I went out with a big bag. Uh, I think – yeah, you were there. And I had my sleeping bag hanging down from the bottom – with string, and every time I walked downhill, it smacked me in the back of the knees, and anyway, yeah. it almost took me out every single time. And finally, I ended up having to change it and strap it upright to the side of the bag. But
0: <laughs> but the thi- ultimately, ultimately, the moral of that story is: um, get outside, pack your backpack. You know what I mean? Pack your backpack, get outside, go for a hike, camp out in the woods because you will not learn anything about what you, what you need to do by by staying inside.
1: No, of course not.
0: Plain and simple. I mean, you can watch every single YouTube video you can watch every single, you know, video on on the outdoor channel or whatever it is you watch. You can watch all of them, but until you actually get some real time outside, you will have no idea how to pack a backpack. You can, you, mm-hmm. you might have some tips, you know, that you got and you'll, and you'll have a little bit of, um, kind of like a starting point by watching videos. You know, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll know, like if you watch a bunch of videos, okay, I got to put my sleeping bag at the bottom. Um, <clears throat> but until you actually get out there and do it, you know, you, you don't know what you, what you're comfortable with. You won't know what you're capable of doing until you actually get out there. Yeah. I got to tell you too. It's a uh, it was 55 <laughs> degrees this morning. Okay? I don't know what oh, it is okay. in Connecticut right right uh, now, but this in this
1: morning in, it was about 35, maybe all 40. All right. So
0: fi- 55 degrees down here. Um we woke up the house. Uh we we set the house at night to 72, okay? Okay. To to cool it off. <laughs> Okay. And so this morning when we get up and it's like 69 degrees inside the house, um, uh, it's refreshing. Um, and it makes me want to get outdoors so much more. Um, we got Thanksgiving coming up. Jesse was saying that I need to go camping. I don't know how, much, how, uh, likely it is for me to be able to get out there this upcoming weekend. Yeah. Um, Because I got so much yard work to do. I got to say, one of the worst things about owning a house is uh, uh, yard work.
1: Oh, that's my favorite part about... That's like what I'm looking forward to most, um, to buying a house. I mean, right now where I'm renting, I do all of the yard work. But it's a little frustrating Mm -hmm. because there's so many people nearby. And all of their leaves and garbage and cigarette butts and all this stuff end up in my yard. And I have to clean it up. But um, anyway... Thanksgiving weekend, uh, Friday, I get that Friday off, and me and my buddy Jeremiah are going out to the Patchogue State Forest. Uh, mm-hmm. We're planning on meeting up around 8 or 9 o'clock. I'm going to bring yep. my, my big bag with me, with okay. my hammock and everything, a bunch of water. We're going to hike out into the woods for like two or three hours out there, and then we're, um, he just bought a hammock and he's never set it up, so we're going to set did, it up. What did he buy? I can't tell you the name I don't remember but he got a more of a tent style so instead of having like a rain fly it has it all built in uh, mm-hmm. I think it's more similar to yours without having the underquilt and top quilts obviously but so we're just we're gonna go out there set it up maybe build a little fire pit hang out for a couple hours and then hike back out.
0: okay
1: so that's my plan for the Black Friday. The anti-shopping.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is.
1: Yeah. Everyone else will be waiting in lines and stabbing people to get PS3s or, you know, whatever happens. And uh, I will be out sitting out in the woods and hanging out in a hammock.
0: It's not a bad thing. No. Oh. Hey, so we never really followed up last week uh, with the whole uh, president thing. And I guess I just wanted to say one real quick thing on that before I... L- before we uh, close out, I guess. All right. Um, the the uh, the president elect, right? There's obviously still a lot to to find out about what he's going to do with the EPA and um, uh, national parks, national forests, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I think all we can really Do is uh, try to be as active as possible with our congressmen. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you even more
1: locally than that.
0: Um, You know. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever contacted your congressman or your your um, representatives, senators. I don't. Uh, I don't know. Not
1: directly. I have done uh, through uh, groups online that you know that you uh, represent us. Uh, is a is a big mm-hmm. organization online where you can sign petitions and stuff, and they will, um, they have like form letters and they'll add your name to it, print it out, and send it to them for you, um, for whatever cause that they're promoting. And I have done that a few times. Uh, it mm-hmm. saves me a lot of the trouble of having to actually like sit down and pen a letter and you know get a stamp and do all these things. So.
0: No, 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 you don't even have to, you don't have to sit down and get a stamp or anything. Um, I email, I have, I have emailed my congressman. Oh, really? Yes, because uh, all the congressmen have their emails posted online. Uh, It's not very difficult to find them. Um, And you can email him. And it doesn't need to be some drawn out paragraph as to why you want him to vote on a certain bill a certain way. You can just say, hey... Vote yes on this or you lose my vote. It can be very, very simple. Yeah. Um, because they're not, they don't want to sit there and read. They're not going to sit there and read a million yeah, paragraphs. Yeah, they're, they're probably
1: not even actually reading it.
0: But they do want to know your thoughts. You yeah. know what I mean? And the best way to give them your thoughts is to tell them whether or not you're going to vote for them. Right. Um, so I, I guess what I'm saying is like get involved um, the only way that we can make sure that we're going to continue to have national forests, national parks for our children and the next generations uh, is to make sure that things that we care about, we make sure that the congressmen and the senators know that we care about them. They are here to represent us. They are public servants. Yeah. They're not just supposed to be getting rich off of the system. They're supposed to be representing us. Right. And so it's hard for them to know what or how to represent, you know, uh, mm-hmm. their constituents if uh, if we don't tell them.
1: Yeah, that, I guess that makes perfect sense.
0: So uh, ultimately, we have no idea what Donald Trump is going to do as president. I mean, he's got four years coming up. He can do tons and tons of damage or he can do great good. We don't know yet. Um, but we can get involved we can't email him directly um we can hit him up on twitter because he loves twitter we can hit up our congressmen we can hit up our senators we can hit up our local like our mayors and and whatnot we can do that um that's what they're there for um and so i i mean just to kind of close this one out you know Don't be afraid to hit up your congressman. Don't be afraid to hit up your senator. Don't be afraid to to hit up your local public servants. And let them know how you feel about certain bills. Um, If you ever heard of IFTTT, uh, it's a little program um, uh, or it's a website that allows you to see upcoming, like it, it can do a ton of different automation things for you, but there's one little recipe on there that allows you to see all the upcoming bills that are going to be voted on in Congress or the Senate. Really? Yeah. And it'll email you a little snapshot of every single one. So then you can take that email, send it over to your congressman and say, this is how I, I think you should vote. Um, you know, and it it's, it's quick, it's easy. You can set it up. Uh, check out ifttt.com um, I wish they could sponsor the thing uh, they are a great website um, and I guess with that uh, we can say goodbye for this week and, and come back next week
1: alright it's been real <clears throat>